the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. AV Nation is brought to you by Sure. Because every voice matters. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Peerless AV, driving technology through innovation. It's Tom Albright with AV Nation with the women of AV, look at the women that make up this incredible industry. Uh, my name is Tom Albright, your host, but I am not the one, you know, important one here with me today. Uh, is a young lady, lady that I got to know a couple of years ago. His name, her name is Brittany Decessory, and she is with Control Concepts. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Uh, absolutely. So, so you and I, uh, you you have uh, formerly worked with, with Avixa. Now you work with my buddy Steve Greenblatt, uh, who's the host of of his own pod, actually a couple of podcasts. Um, and Steve, a number of years ago, I want to say he was the first independent programmer, but I could be wrong about that. Um, but he was one of the first. How about yeah, that? That will safe saying that. Um, and Steve and I have known each other for a long time. And he called me up end of last year and said that, that he was getting ready to hire you, and I was incredibly excited uh, for him, but also for you, uh, because you are one of the most positive and just uplifting people that I've gotten to encounter in this industry. So first of all, congratulations on the new position. Thank um, you. And kind of welcome back to AV. Yes. Uh, we're a bit like the mob. Um, <laughs> yeah. You think you're out and then they pull you back in. Um, so, but, but, you know, this is, you know, this is kind of, uh, a look at you. Uh, so let's start with with how on earth you you even got into this this crazy industry we call AV. Yeah, well, I I have to say I, I feel like I was born into it. Um, I started helping out um, at four in my choir, like teaching my grandmother what notes to sing, um, and was just immediately surrounded by AV. I just didn't really know what it was yet. Um, and then in high school, I helped with um, our lyrics presentation software and our um, soundboard uh, helped mix sound for our youth group. And I'm a musician as well. So when I wasn't behind the board, I was actually on stage and helping to lead music for a church. So I've always been around it, just couldn't figure out how to actually get there full time. And then the opportunity with Avixa happened, and I was like, wow, I can make a career out of this. Like, these are my people. They get me. Um, and I just loved being around all of the technology and being able to, you know, talk to people who are doing the work every single day. Yeah. Um, so at Avixa, I got to help uh, with our member programs. So I oversaw our councils, um, some of the more popular ones being the Avixa Women's Council and the Avixa Diversity Council. I got to work alongside the chairs and really help bring those councils to a, a global um, uh, platform and really got to see those grow and in, the, in that respect, got to see our volunteers um, grow. And we actually ended up, I think, with over 10% growth in the number of volunteers we had oh, wow. with our programs. Talk for a second about, about that, that start, that seed, because there, there are a number of folks that I have I've met along the way that start volunteering, whether that is at church, which is where you and I both, not the same church, but, but you and I both have, have roots there. 
but also even in in local um, community theater or even at, at school. Talk mm-hmm. about that that need that need to foster those early days of, of a kid's um, interest in AV and how that kind of helps propel you to a, a future career. Yeah, I I think um, a lot of times from my perspective, I couldn't really figure out where I fit in. And I found that I fit in um, when it came to, you know, AV um, in our church. And so I kind of, you know, found that I got along with people. I understood technology. It came really easily to me. Um, Being a musician, I was able to bring a different perspective. And I think as you know that those teenage years are so important and being able to bring them in and say you might not fit with the athletic crowd you might not fit um you know with maybe like the brainiacs but we've got a place for you here and it's really cool because what you do is so vital and important um right now i part-time am the tech manager at my local church and so i get to bring in volunteers most of whom are in high school Um, And we get to teach them what running sound looks like, what producing a live event looks like, um, you know, being able to live stream our services. That's there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes to make that happen. And so we get to really teach them and give them a foundation and a safe space, I think, to really figure out what they want to do, what interests them and what doesn't. Also, is it a safe space to make mistakes, too? Yes. Um, Yeah, I've also found that over the years. Um, When it came to whether it was when you were a teenager in in, in the church or as you're developing your career, what sort of of challenges have you faced, uh, not just in AV, but just in, in, you know, career in general as as a woman? Sure. Um, You know, I don't know that it necessarily relates to me solely as a woman, but um, for for me growing up, I was incredibly shy and I, I'm still an introvert, but talk, yes, I know. I get that look a lot when I tell people this. <laughs> um, I, I went and got a music performance degree and I hate being in front of people. Um, my comms professor in college passed me, I believe solely because he didn't want to put me through the torture again. I cried every single speech. Um, you know, it's, it's, I hated just putting myself out there. Um, and I think some of that probably relates to my personality type. If you follow disc, I'm a C all the way. Um, and so that totally, you know, I fit into that, but I also, you know, um, had some personal things that kind of related, um, to me kind of closing down and, and really putting up walls. Um, and so, you know, so the, a lot of the challenges I faced were really improving myself um, and finding ways to to put myself out there um, and being uncomfortable in certain spaces because that's the only way you grow is outside of your comfort zone. Um, and so I I have had the immense pleasure of being around people who comfortably pushed me to get out of that comfort zone. And, you know, they'd give me a little nudge and, you know, I'd do it and I'd feel better about it. And then they'd nudge me a little bit further um, and continue to push that. And I think, you know, that being open to doing that is important. Um, if, If I stayed where I was back when I graduated college, I still would probably be living at home and not have a career and just be like, 
a hermit in my room because um, even just leaving the house was just at some points too terrifying. Um, and so for me, I, I just had to figure out if I want to do something that impacts people, I'm going to have to leave the walls of my home. And I'm going to have to grow in some weaker areas. So, you know, I read books, I listened to podcasts, I asked the people that I trust to help me um, and, you know, to, to push me and challenge me. I want to point something out here and I want you to pull on that for a second. And it's that it's the drive to help others um, that kind of drove some of your your transformation there. Talk about that for a second, because I, and and I, I I think I've said this. I I know you and I've had this conversation because I am also naturally an introvert, and I get the exact same looks that I just gave you. Um, but that is that drive, right? You you do have to have a reason to get out of your comfort zone. What was that? Is it was it just to leave the world a better place than you found it, or what was kind of that drive? It was. I I believe we're all meant for connection. Um, and I believe that life is better when we are all working together. And, you know, it, there's there's a reason that, that um, solitary confinement causes people to go insane. Um, you were built to be in partnership with other people. And so my primary drive actually came um, because I, I realized I wanted to start a family. Um, and I was married, but it, it got to the point like I didn't leave my home by myself. Um, my husband came with me everywhere because I couldn't stand to be out in the world alone. And I realized I don't want to pass this fear on to my children someday. I don't want them to be terrified of leaving the home because mommy's terrified of leaving the home. And so I, I worked on myself. I saw a therapist and went through some counseling. Two weeks after I started um, my therapy with my counselor, I found out I was pregnant with my first kid. So, um, you know, it, it kind of it was the push I needed to really work on myself. Um, that was first and foremost. And then as much as I, I love being behind the scenes and I would much rather like s never <laughs> do this. Like the, the fact that I'm on a podcast right now, my whole family was like, you're doing what? Um, but I think it's important to share our stories. And I think our stories truly impact others. And for me, I wanted the next generation behind me to know that you might be terrified right now or you might have a, a disability or you might not feel like you can do this, but there is a way forward and you're not the only one who's faced this. Um, I, I actually, I have PTSD um, from trauma that I witnessed as a child and you know, looking at me, you, I hope that you wouldn't see that or notice that. And it's not something I talk about a lot. Um, but for me, I want others to know that just because this happened to you, it doesn't define who you are. Um, it might have changed some, some aspects, but you can use that to reach more people and to help more people through it. I want you, you, you mentioned the fact that you were, were involved in the, in kind of the, the not, not just the creation, but the, this, the, uh, the foundation of the Avixa Women's Council and, and helping that to get off the ground and incredible success now. Um, mm -hmm. Look forward. Um, and and I, I, I say this lovingly, Brittany is much, much younger than I am. Um, so she has a few years to, before <laughs> she retires. Um, but look, 
look towards your retirement and look back on, on your career, what what do you want to have seen changed? Uh, I think one of the biggest things is just equal representation. Um, you know, right now we have awards that are only open to women because women aren't being recognized in the other categories. Um, and I actually got to sit um, on the awards committee for Avixa during my time there. And so I got to see the amount of people being nominated. And I can tell you during my time, there were certain categories that not a single woman was mm. nominated for. And I I don't necessarily know why that is. I have suspicions. I think um, at least looking at myself and um, as, as a female, I'm not always the person to raise my hand and say, look at the great thing I just did. And I think oftentimes because we're not out self-promoting what we did, it goes unnoticed. And so I think it's important for us who are in the industry, regardless of gender or diversity, I think it's important that we recognize the work being done, period. And if you see something, speak up for them, praise them, be the sponsor behind closed doors saying, look, this person just did something incredible. You guys need to know about this and you need to be looking at them for the future. And so I think, you know, hopefully one day after years and years of being in this, in this industry, if the industry ever lets me go and I can retire, <laughs> um, I'd love to see that there's not even a need for a Women in AV award, that it's, it's fair all across the board. All right. So now here, here's, the, here's the catch to that question. And that's the follow-up question. <laughs> How do you, Brittany, affect that change? I, I think that it's important to mentor and I think it's important to talk about it um, yeah. and to identify, you know, this person, you know, this woman just did something amazing um, and they might not have been the, the front person for the thing that happened, but they were integral in making it happen. Um, and so I think it's important to be the one that raises their hand and says, you need to look at them. They did this and nominate, like get out there and, and nominate people. Um, you know, some people aren't going to share their story unless they're asked to. I'm one of those people. And so share their story for them. Tell, tell the world what they're doing and then, you know, stand back and, and let them be recognized. I think that's that's going to be huge. It will be. Uh, speaking of nominations and speaking of, of, of stand up and, and let them be recognized. Congratulations. You were just announced as the SCN the nine. Uh, talk about what that is for a second and, and why that's important. Yeah. So, you know, uh, SCN's the nine. It's the nine people to kind of be watching out for. Um, the up and comers who are really doing some great stuff. Um, I am honored to be among the eight other people that there are people that I knew out of Vix and I was like, my gosh, they are incredible. Um, and so to, to be in that class is is a true honor. Um, and uh, honestly, when I found out about it, I was like, are you sure you have the right person? <laughs> I don't know how I fit here. Um, but it's it's really, it's been an honor. And for me, it, it really solidifies that I'm on the right path and that things happen for a reason. And I found my way over to control concepts uh, for a reason and everything's kind of coming together. Well, I would definitely put you in a category of somebody to watch out for. So Brittany's accessory, thank you so much. Uh, how do people connect with you uh, if they are so inclined? Um, yeah, so I, you can reach me on LinkedIn and Twitter at Britt Dice. And um, if you need any help with interoperability across your plat platforms for your products, 
I'm the person you talk to. So you can reach me at uh, Brittany D at controlconcepts.net. There you go. Brittany, thank you so much. Uh, for us, for Aviation, go to our website, aviation.tv. It's aviation.tv and find more stories from women in AV. All that and more at aviation.tv. It's aviation.tv. Mm-hmm.